There's power in a drum beat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. What is up? Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I am Drew Stick, hearing you through the next, hopefully, 30 or so minutes uh, with our director of events for the locals. We have Jason Radcliffe. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Welcome back. Thanks, man. I've been away for a few days. I'm going to need you guys to catch me up on all the happenings in the last week. We feel like we're finally, like, the engine's getting back up to steam the the trains no. pulling into the station as those are two mixed analogies but let's say like it, it's happening right tom blick it is happening our director of operations tom blick what's up man oh my god we're finally it's game week it's exciting game week. It, i'm excited we have a live game a live game we got a live oh, one knock on wood. for the first time <laughs> we'll see hopefully <laughs> hopefully i kept wanting to like write a synopsis for this and, and put it out and it was yeah hopefully this happens this weekend i don't want to think we want to push our luck at this point <laughs> as, as we've had a close call last month but we will talk about what we've had going on here this last week and then preview that upcoming match uh this weekend what for you guys i think was the biggest thing that stood out for you this weekend or this week really this past week since the last show i guess go ahead tom you know i don't i don't know it's just like a lot of anticipation um we got a little bit of togetherness through that season ticket barbecue i wish i could have been there uh something came up last minute but uh it, for me it's just a togetherness togetherness i can't speak you got it togetherness got it. nailed it there we go third time's charm uh, of just waiting in anticipation we all just want to be together it's one thing to be in the discord talking about it talking over twitter talking over social media but being back in 109 and just going nuts for this club doing everything that we can to will the team to three points it's just it's that togetherness that we're missing and having for sure that makes sense yeah i think i said that in the discord i did not sign up to watch usl soccer on tv i signed up to get loud and crazy with my friends in 109 and it's just been a lot of watching usl soccer on tv recently so right ready to get back to it and what i'm what i'm actually here for it feels like covid season all over again just back at home chilling yeah that's what I answered. What sixty three days or something like that? Um, Four years, something like that. Feels like it, honestly. Yeah, I couldn't. Speaking of COVID, I got um, our kids were sick with non COVID sickness, so that's terrifying in that moment, and then also nice, but yes. also means you can't go to the barbecue. So I missed out on the barbecue too. Oh man. Um. So I have. I'm with you, Blick. I've had kind of no interactions here. Um, I did go to the, you know, tap room. I guess that was the closest, um, or the, uh, the ales, ales and tails, tails and ales, uh, the tap room. And, you know, we got to see some people there, but, uh, you know, even that's not the same. Yeah. Last Thursday I'm at work with, uh, the game on in a tiny little corner 
uh, as I'm finishing up. About that. How, how was scooter. Thursday for everybody? Oh, dude. For me, yeah, I was a couple hours ahead. So for me, it was actually great. I was like, oh, 4 p.m., 4.30 match, finishing up work. This is great. A couple hours ahead, but we haven't had one of those yet, like almost a Champions League match for USL for us. Very silly. I mean, it was the same. It was a uh, same thing for me every week that there's a game from EPL Champions League or even uh, the EFL playoffs. I was just working, <laughs> bullshitting some phone calls and uh, and watching soccer the whole time. So it was just like, it was another day uh, with a little bit something more on the line, a little bit more investment um, than just watching a, a game that I don't really care about. Uh, it was it was. Touch and go there. I wanted to turn it off after we went down two and just weren't looking like how we knew we could play. So it was a little bit hard to watch. Yeah, I uh, was fully engulfed in work until right around halftime and I looked down at my phone and said, uh, Rebels to Loyal Zero. And I was like, that can't be right. Is that right? And then turn it on and just, all right, well, let's let's see the comeback. And it was furious. I mean, it was, it was a fun game to watch, kind of. That mm-hmm. second half was crazy. I mean, each team could have scored two goals in stoppage time at the end. Like, it was it was crazy. So, yeah, ready to be there and pull them over the line here at Torero this week. Yeah, so this has been 56 days, I believe, is the official tally without a home match here at this point. That is unprecedented in this club's history we've had some weird scheduling with grandma's house with COVID, obviously with not being there for matches uh with people in person uh in the obviously the first season but this has been the longest spell the longest drought if you will of a home match so it's going to be pretty fun to see in terms of where we're going uh this weekend and um just really fun to to get there but let's kind of dial the back and kind of roll it through here i mean you had um you had everything happening there in the beginning of the week. You had uh, this, you know, this match on that Thursday, right? I think we just kind of summed it up there pretty well. Um, it was kind of hit us by surprise. It's that muscle a lot of soccer fans have where it's like, I might be able to catch a half. I'll squeeze it in during my lunch break or during some calls that I put on my schedule that aren't really calls. Uh, and that's that seems to be kind of the thing that, that we did and. Generally, I mean, let's give just kind of a grade on the match just to let everybody know our, our emotions here. I think it was a little different than the other draws we've had on the road. It feels like all we do is draw on the road. But draws are better than losses. I think that was my general feeling coming out of it. And it's a weird game and a weird venue. And they played Caden Clark, uh, who's a you know already a German Bundesliga player, but they <laughs> have reserved him, uh, you know, for, coming. I believe, coming back from injury or uh, just rehabbing, I guess, and that right is it a, to put him, yeah, a guy playing two levels down from the Bundesliga, right? right? Yes, but essentially, I... and even then, not not yeah, not even nearly. Uh, you could see the fire under his feet, like a I said, like a FIFA like seventy nine player against like a bunch of like sixties. So it's just like levels, right, in terms of how good this guy is. I think that uh, his parent club now, Red Bulls, I think it is uh loan yeah obviously since he's with new york uh, loaned him back for a certain amount of time i think it, it'll be like another matt turner thing where he just joins right. back in january that makes sense and it, it's great for them great for american players doing well abroad obviously but for us it was 
uh, fun to have to face that level of competition. I'm sure the guys were up for it, excited for it, definitely did not have it in the first half there. Um, but it became pretty obvious that they wanted to at least a point out of this. They wanted to fight back. And we've seen this a couple times from this team, especially this year. They have the ability to score goals even from behind. I think in previous years, we go down a goal or two, that matches those. We don't have that firepower, that ability to put the ball in the net. This year, a little bit different. We, we can score three or four goals in any match, even in a half. Uh, we, we've done stuff like that. So I do think that there's the ability here for this club to possibly start pushing forward and maybe, you know, getting back into a winning bracket here. Um, it was a draw for me that felt like a win in a lot of ways, right? You walk out and you go, you know what? That felt maybe 55% great, 45% <laughs> bad versus some of these that have felt 30 to 70, right? I don't know. That was right. It's, a, it's a perspective, right? Where when you're ahead, you assume you're going to win. When you're behind, it feels good to come back, right? Um, I... Yeah, those maybe we're splitting hairs and differences or on reasons and excuses. Um, but yeah, I don't like being down two nil to a team that has one win, ten losses, and two draws on the season. Uh, if they pulled Pulisic in a play for him, I wouldn't love that. <laughs> um, so yeah, you came back. Um, watching that final fury, like I was talking about, I remember you know talking to Landon last year and hearing him say like I can't. Have, I can't make them put the ball in the back of the net. All I can, we can do is put them in the position, right? And you see kind of time after time there, except for Among, Charlie's last kick of the game right at the goalkeeper. You know, wide open, right at the keeper, right at the keeper, right at the keeper. We're watching, oh, yeah, six, seven, eight shots right at the keeper, right at the keeper, or off. Like, you know, I guess I think it was Among that scooted one just left. Maybe it was Vassell, uh, just to, or just right, um, that I thought maybe the keeper got a finger on but didn't quite like just either not on target or right at the keeper so you know hopefully they find a way to not do that here high quality chances for sure near the end i think there was a chance to steal three or a chance to steal two more um all three there and it wasn't it wouldn't have been stolen i think we worked our way into a position to take the game but it really did feel like it just wasn't the night we were kind of running against molasses and it's a weird game time again you're flying across the country i think for some of those guys bodies it's got to be just a really weird time to play a game you feel like you're back in college uh or or high school with a weird road trip uh that's like a makeup game or something that's that's kind of the time you would play that so it is just an odd time during the week uh, and a short week kind of in that way to to play a game, especially on a Thursday. It's not a thing this team does a lot. So I just think that is generally my issue. Um, yeah. I don't know how much of... there was, but it seemed like there was a, a lot of the boys posted on Instagram or um, some social media, them walking into the stadium and kind of being, you don't want to say awestruck, but you know, when you're posting yourself walking into a venue, you're thinking about that at, at, on some level, you know, Oh, here we are. Big red bulls. Like good for you guys, but like, come on. <laughs> right. I think that, that, that definitely played a factor and you could see that maybe that's what happened at LA galaxy as well. Right. As these, they've always said they prefer a bigger, wider, you know, standard size field, not one of these baseball fields. Right. That kind of doesn't suit our game as well as a, a, a nice MLS stadium. It's actually a very nice place. Uh, Red Bull Arena in terms of being a soccer-specific stadium. But just 
not really, you know, bringing it in that first half. I'll maybe a little awestruck, maybe a little bit looking around at the surroundings and not really taking it in. So hopefully can can put that behind them as they come home here. It's going to feel like weird territory maybe because <laughs> they haven't done it in so long. But maybe that just helps push us over the edge here against what's going to be a tough opponent. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, Tom, any other thoughts on the game? Um, happy with the one with the uh, with the draw and the point gain, but it just felt it was three points lost at the end of it. Like Jason said, a team that has one win, ten losses, two draws. We should have put a lot more than two past them, and we just did not look good that first half. Second, like towards the end of it, uh, it turned on. Second half, obviously, we came out firing. Amon came on. Uh, put two past the keeper. I think it was Vassell that had the one that was just past the post. Uh, but overall, it's just, it felt like three points lost despite getting a point out of it. Again. Yeah. Right? yeah. One since Tampa, which feels like two months ago. Might have been. I don't know. It's hard to tell here in the in the no home zone. Yeah. So <laughs> that that is that. Any other thoughts on the game, Jason? Otherwise, we'll move to the no. Sunday season ticker, season ticker, tick, 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 it. Uh, there we go, Drew. Uh, again, not functioning at all cylinders as I arrived back in the States and ate some delicious fish tacos. You think I'd be raring to go. So those are going to hit somewhere here and I'll be totally jazzed up. But uh, was that? I wasn't able to go, obviously. I was out of town. Seemed like it was quite the jam with some crickets. And, yeah, we were um, in this. None yeah. of us were able to go. <laughs> we were in the, we were in the same boat as you for different different reasons. So, right. Um, yeah, kind of a tough scene of all of all of our friends that we saw there. We ended up with three folks here that weren't there. Um, but yeah, we had the I cricket. We had, you know, uh, looked like players just kind of hanging out in uh, street clothes, which is different from like them all in their Charlie gear, um, and they're just like dressed to the nines. So kind of see, you know, Toomey hanging out, playing whatever you call right field and cricket. Um, and, right, seeing uh, the, the Charlie kind of vassal dynamic in, like, up close, I heard, was very fun, especially playing cricket. He has two guys who grew up doing it, and Charlie apparently played county cricket, uh, you know, so that's something to look for. Maybe that's where he has a bowler's mentality when it comes to some of his passing. Who knows? But uh, cool stuff. I, I thought it was just kind of fun to see some of those images near some of the everybody and the general feedback from the club i believe was that let's do way more of this let's yeah. do a lot more of these now that we don't have uh the same worry level that we've had uh you know for the last few years and definitely just something where i think it helps build that community and as tom said at the beginning of this togetherness and that's generally what's happening here is really bringing people together and actually having conversations as opposed to the metaphysical, you know, uh, extrapolation that we sometimes get between supporters and uh, and who we're supporting, which is the guys on the field. It's the team on the field. So really cool to see that. So bummed I couldn't make it, yeah. but really awesome to hear the club wants to do more because that's that's what it's about. Yeah, and that's what that's what makes them different. That's what makes us special, right? Like the the connection that we have with the team. Um, it's not something that you're necessarily going to see a big club do, you know, maybe we've, we've only got the Padres left here in town, but thinking again of my, my history, there's no way that the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, or Sixers are going to be hosting fans to come hang out with the players. Like that's just not a thing you see in American sports. That would be a recipe for disaster. 
Right. 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 No, Not saying the they approachability. Should. The approachability is great. That is the difference, I think, at this level too. Even MLS, you probably have people with with some handlers or just kind of like, you know, hey, here's the section to talk to the players or you know, what we've seen at Stone before where there's been tables and stuff. And even that's pretty approachable and great, but at the same time, this seemed like it was really just like a family barbecue, right? Everybody hanging out. Nobody really had an agenda. There was no, hey, we're trying to, everybody's already bought season tickets. So <laughs> there's not, not, not much more to sell them. Um, and so it is a nice benefit for being members. Uh, but it's also just something where, uh, and you can, you know, uh, find other ways to engage the community, especially the supporters. That's something that uh, we're going to we're gonna take to like Moss to a flame. So uh, looking forward yeah. to more of that in the community. And then Monday... We had loyal select. Uh, obviously, these games aren't broadcast. There's no r real way to find out a lot more information than just the team's Twitter accounts uh, and then or the team's social media, which told us, hey, they won one nothing against New Mexico. Pretty cool. Good always, to see them doing well. Always good to see that. Yeah. If we can't see it, sure. might as well see the results going our way. We won. They're Don't worry, future. guys. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like it's 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 kind of just like maybe in the future the weather will be nice. That's kind of what it tells us, right? That we have some players that if they keep winning and we keep seeing winning scores all the time, usually that means that your talent is superior to the other talent they're playing, which I believe we regionally have pretty superior talent. So uh, good to see the trend continues and keep that going. I, I don't I don't know exactly what happens in terms of like is, do they build towards anything? Is there like a you know actual playoffs or anything? But um, good to see that again. It's I think it's mostly just for getting the competition and level play uh, in and then getting these players to experience what it's like to be part of a pro outfit while giving them that platform to possibly spring into the first team. So every once in a while, you see a Javi, um, you know, you get a CJ Fodry. You get these kids who come through and are able to excel up to the next level. And that's pretty awesome because then we can say they're really one of our own. They're really coming from our, you know, community, direct what we were just talking about from that barbecue, growing up, kicking a ball around, and then wearing the shirt. That's where we all want to be at the end of the day. So pretty cool stuff. And that's why we always talk about the kids and talk about select when we can, because if we could go and support them, we probably would try and find a way to do that. Um, and, and if at some point with the club, we could do that, that would be fantastic. If anybody's listening, love yeah, to go I, I, a little select match. I think that was put out there on the uh, season ticket call that Ricardo had that they're trying to work towards that. So don't know how official that is or how much he wants to that out there, but you know, we're all locals here. So um, yeah, I think that would be great. I said the last time I was on here, like any more way that we can support um, turn heads, you know, kids around town, seeing more loyal, more ways to get it. Um, that's great. Yeah. It's pretty cool. There is some shout outs. Uh, we were shouting out loyal select uh, and let's shout out the, kind of friends of the last week we'll call them uh just different people who have helped the sg or maybe even in the news and so um you know obviously to 20 to 30 people who made it to red bull arena whether they're family friends whoever but we saw quite a few people there wearing loyal kits somewhere in some local stuff uh pretty awesome whenever you see that so it is one of those things where i am just ecstatic to see when um, you know, when three years ago, it was crazy when you're like, oh, we have one person, we had one guy there wearing the shirt. Like it's, it's grown and you see it continue to grow and you see the number of people that show up on the road continue to rise. And that is a positive, um, long-term. It's just really cool to see. So shout out to those folks. 
Um, and then obviously to our hosts last week, if nobody listened, uh, who's listening to this, uh, not nobody, if anybody who's listening to this did not listen to that, uh, go back, listen to that great talk between Sean Duffy, our director of philanthropy, and then Nicole Peterson, our director of marketing and communications, talking a lot about what's happening with our pride events this month. So if you are at all wanting to get involved with events coming up, we got our director of events here, um, who can speak to some of that, I'm sure. But at the same time, there is a great bottle episode there for you to be able to experience not only the the events that are upcoming kind of set your calendar but also get the meaning behind each one of those events and get really why we do some of these things uh, as opposed to just you know maybe seeing it as performative or seeing it as something that we involve in. there really is a meaning behind the choices of each thing that we get involved in so yeah i thought that was Listen. one of the i thought that was one of our better episodes um anytime that nicole's on uh i thought her kind of get to know me uh, episode last year was one of the best last year. And then I thought that her and Sean really got into depth um, that uh, des- deservedly so last week. So definitely one. It did run a little it. long from yeah. this new format of the longest episodes. So it is that, but there's some good stuff in there. We're not going to do that tonight though. I'm going to keep the trains on time. So we're going to keep <laughs> rolling here. Uh, and I appreciate them. And, and again, tons of space to listen to that and uh, replay it as much as you want. That's the nice thing. Go back, re-listen to it again. If you already listened to it. Uh, just make sure that you lock those things in on your calendar. So uh, the other big thing that uh, kind of in the middle of the week dropped uh, right after our podcast last week was uh, one of our own, Andrew Dyer, uh, our, one of our drummers here with the locals, very involved member. He's been my buddy a few times. We got into ride next to each other. Uh, he was on the Always Loyal podcast. He's also a military reporter for the UT. And so as a journalist, but just really as a fan, they brought him on to get his unique perspective, especially with Memorial Day there just kind of talking about the community that he's a part of there and then how that maybe relates to being a supporter. And it was a very good chat between obviously Darren, great question, Smith and Jordan Carruth. Uh, just, you know, kind of felt like three friends chatting kind of like this, uh, maybe an extension of our podcast a little bit, if you will, as Andrew's hosted here a few times as well. So shout out Andrew. Thank you so much. And obviously we'll have you back on here at some point soon. Uh, but definitely go listen to that. So all the required listening homework here. You're not just getting one podcast tonight. You're getting two bonus podcasts uh, to go back and listen to. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep listening to this one. But uh, bookmark those. And then you've got your whole queue up for the whole night or your drive for tomorrow morning. So there you go. Any guys, you guys listen to that, Tom? Not had a chance. Come on. Yeah, I mean, that was that was my just, that's my Wednesday morning. I'm just that's my a, Wednesday morning commute com, commute music. I'm just not a podcast guy. I don't. If I'm listening to something, I'm just going to listen to my music. Yeah, that's fair. There's, I don't have, he doesn't have the commute. I don't have a commute. I get out of bed. And I'm at work. <laughs> right. Maybe you should just walk around the block just to listen to the always just a commute. Just to listen to Andrew. I'll put on. I'll, I'll, I'll put on my to do list. There you go. I appreciate it. Tom has, has said before this is the only podcast he makes time for, and I appreciate that from you, Tom. That your commitment to us. Well, ask any other commitments. Only for you, Drew. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> the, the other uh, big just kind of news here uh, <coughs> is the locals trivia team. Speaking of Nicole Peterson, uh, speaking of our friend Nick Duffy's hosted here, share Sean Stone uh, hosted here a few weeks ago, and then Travis, obviously, and his wife, uh, as, well as, uh, as well as Capri uh, and, and Brandon Wright Rowan. All of the locals trivia team there can be seen in the photo if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, they've got to the semifinals, so and now they, they're going to be in the finals, uh, coming up here, which is pretty exciting. 
uh, looking at how that's going to go. So that is a fun night before thing. I It's going to be up for the Sunset Trivia Tournament. I'm not sure if we have a location. Somebody can chime in here. Is it going to go in cheer? Do they let drums in? I'm Sunset not positive. Trivia? I know they've been doing it at Nutopia right? Cider is where they've been doing it all year, but that was on Tuesdays. And so I'm not sure if they're doing that's why a lot of them haven't appeared on the podcast on various nights because they normally are doing trivia um but at the same time that will be on a friday the night before this week so that'll be this friday the 10th but if i could get a location that would be awesome and i will shout that out by the end of the podcast otherwise check our socials and then the discord obviously as well uh for where that's going to be happening but shout out to those guys hopefully they can bring down the cup and just good omens for what's to come here with the club going through the end of the year and i've I've gone to trivia before, and I was asked not to come back. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, anyone who contributed to the Pride Racer, definitely get in on that. That is the other thing we are doing this week, just to kind of give you a, what should you do this week as a local? Uh, that should be donating to the Pride Racer and finding a way to contribute. We have a few different ways of doing that. Um, you know, this morning we had a, uh, we had 218.50, I believe, is what it looked like. So um we're kind of rising up the ladder here and we'll pull up the page here and see if we're any further up but uh it is continuing to grow just grows throughout the year and we're looking at a pledge right in terms of uh, how many goals are scored equals how many dollars are donated so this month so far we have 457 dollars pledged in that case due to the two goals that have been scored so more goals more scores so not only can you cheer for that you can cheer for uh, creating ways for people and especially uh, trans support services uh, in the cases who were pride raising for uh, and helping kids navigate that just kind of difficult part in their life where they're trying to make these decisions and their families as well. So uh, it's an amazing, amazing group. Obviously, we gave you the whole listen to the podcast from last week's statement that applies wholly to this in terms of just getting attention. But please, please, please donate uh just put your pledges in so that way that we know we can count on you when the time comes here at the end of the month but the other thing i would like to say is that we all have uh in terms of transitioning we have the all are welcome t-shirt in the bazaar in our shop the proceeds from that also will be going to pride razor as well so that is another way for you to participate and wear something cool and something that may be more immediate even in the next few weeks before uh, the end of this to, to donate and give into the cause and have something cool to wear around. So go to the website, the All Are Welcome Tea. It's on the shop page in the bazaar. And great work from our producer. They're throwing it up on the screen there. Thank you, Mr. Director. Um, and there is the All Are Welcome Tea. We have it in kids' sizes, youth sizes, and baby sizes as well. That is something that's been added since last week. So if you have not gone, uh recently there's some other cool stuff on the shop definitely check it out but those are two different ways to donate uh and then this weekend there's going to be a, a donation coming up at the match just to kind of round out our charity corner here or uh, our our uh, philanthropy and that would be using pull tabs cans so any pull tabs from cans uh we're going to bring those to the match on on 619 day so this is a something to remember uh you know just anytime you're having a one of these cool hard you know stones you know maybe you're going to want to take the tab off the top and then put those together and bring them in if you've ever been part of something like this it's a fun way to feel like your uh you know drinking habit uh can also sustain a community and a charity so that's a nice thing to be able to give back 
uh, and use something that we do every day just to be able to uh, in increase uh, donations just through you know acceleration programs like this. If we all give a few, it becomes a lot. So save those up and then look uh, for the Ronald McDonald House Charity of La Greater Las Vegas program. And it's something that's kind of a nice share sometimes when you play a city. Maybe you'll beat them on the field, but everybody wins off the field in this case. It's a fun thing is that it's kind of two clubs coming together for one donation. So look forward to that. Uh, look for more information from the club on that. Uh, it's just something that we're looking to do here. So let's jump into the game that's upcoming here. As I said, I want to kind of keep us running along, but uh, this is our first home match. So we have to talk a little bit about it and how excited we freaking are about going back to Grandma's house. Jason. <laughs> We do. What? Yeah. How excited are you for this weekend? I'm very excited. Um, it's also the uh, not just the return of the loyal, but obviously the re return of Corey uh, Herzog, the the one who got away or went away or whatever happened. Um, and uh, you know he was always cool to me, so I'll probably see him walking up or down the hill and give him a go birds and get a thumbs up back um, as he is a. Um, from the great city of Hershey, Pennsylvania, as you know how they churn out American soccer players over there, um, and a big Eagles fan. So I'll say what's up to him. Um, and then hope that, you know, he doesn't score in all the ways that he didn't score here last year. Um, and, uh, you know, Hartford is what, what, I mean, what can you say? We just tied baby bulls that were one ten and one. So, doesn't matter what Hartford has looked like or played like or what results they've gotten. Caden Clark might end up on their roster. This week. <laughs> we might see Caden Clark. They might see, you know, it's, it's uh, the European teams are off. Maybe there's some, some loan deals going through there that we don't even know about. So who, who knows? Um, so, yeah, so that was the previous game. And then, yeah, you know, no, know. Sure. that's yeah, what I, you look at it. I think it, Rogers. and you never know. Yeah, and coming off of games that should have been easy games, and we're not. So um, yeah. you just want to be there and be part of what pulls them across the line and gets three points this time. For sure. Tom, from a game perspective, how likely do you think it is that Corey scores against us? Oh, man. Do we? Uh, it's San Diego, former San Diego player. <laughs> so, I mean, Feels like track that, record right. is there. Bet yes. the over. Uh, yeah, if I'm a betting man, like Jason, I'm yeah. taking the over. Unfortunately, it seems almost likely. So I feel like if it doesn't happen, we'll be a like, few. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm having. Right. I'm, I'm having Josh King at Watford this season vibes. Just yes, that's... played for Everton, then didn't score a single goal. Plays against us first game, hat trick. Patrick, right? Great. You know, that's classic San Diego sports. I'm, Dougie I'm not... Martinez got it this year already, right? Did like, we're, aren't, didn't he? I thought he did in that Sacramento game. I believe he did. I don't. So, yeah, so, we, we've already been now. Yeah, we're 0 for it's, 1. It's, it's happened before. As... We've had it happen with previous players, I believe, last year as well. Uh, some of the players, one of the one or two of the players we had the year previous scores against us. So, Clementa, I believe. Um, one Clementa of ended our season practically last year, right, at least as locals. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's the kind of stuff, right? They just feel very classic San Diego sports. You know, it's the, it's the tropes we unfortunately fall into. So I'm just I'm just projecting out of the universe, you know, let's assume it. And then a, a, the blanket of a, assurance just... will then wash over 
and, and, and eliminate score one the possibility. More. And then score it's one more. Four. Find the net. I just did it. Too. You net. can blame me. It's fine. But uh, it'll be a fun match just to be back in the stands. It's going to be fun to be together, um, you know, to have a game, right? And since the last game, there's been a number of things that have gone on. And uh, in terms of, you know, what we'd like to do this weekend, I think there's just kind of, um, you know, generally all of the, the touch points here, you know, obviously make sure to remember your parking passes, get your AXS app, maybe log in, you know, check that out. Those are the kind of things you want to look at. Obviously, normal TV stuff in terms of yes, oh sorry, ESPN Plus, and then uh, the CW I believe is still carrying it locally. Jason, it know? depends on it's. Uh, they have a weird schedule. It depends on the okay. the game uh, in the day. So let me see. I actually have this. I always have the loyal schedule up on my phone. Uh, this week, Harford. No, it is just your view this week. Your view that is it locally, so you should come to the match. It doesn't matter. It don't right, you know, especially if you have direct not, TV. If you're an extra local, you know, obviously, if you are not in the uh, in the county, it's going to be a little more difficult. Or in Southern California to get to the match, you can watch on TV. The rest of you get to the stadium, and definitely, Tom, where are we going to be pregame? Coronado. We wouldn't have it any other way. There we go. 4 p.m. on Saturday. Meet us at. Coronado, and if for some reason you can't make it there, 635 at the Fountain for the March. I feel like I just kind of have to go through this stuff. It's been a while. It's been like been five years. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like we have to hit those points, but um, definitely watch for the man of the match in the Discord at the 70th minute, something we haven't done in a long time. So, you know, keep your thumbs ready. Uh, obviously, just staying in the Discord and, and seeing what's going on. We'll always get you the most up-to-date information. In terms of, um, you know, what's going on with with COVID as well, if you want to mask up, you know, there's been a lot more COVID cases in the last few months. I would not, uh, you know, feel in the slightest that, hey, you might want to wear one. You may you may want to be in a good spot there, too. Um, you know, it's always up to you, but it's uh, obviously optional in terms of what's there. Post will be at a hands. And then just in terms of the game itself, Jason, aren't you glad that we're having a home game this weekend? Orange, I'm glad, yes. Um, you may see myself in my bright orange Hawaiian shirt, which is the only orange shirt that I own. Uh, actually, I have my loyal one too, but I have until Saturday to be able to get back in shape to get into that one. Um, and I, I've got uh, a lot of orange coming up from over Jew's way. Um, um, so yeah, so um, March at 635, uh, you mentioned. Um, not going to be any different really, but what we will be uh, doing as leadership and myself heading it up uh, is heading up an end gun violence uh, orange banner uh, for us to march behind instead of the usual uh, locals banner. So um, this is something that's kind of, um, you know, something I've been thinking a lot about lately personally as a teacher and a parent who sends their children to school uh, every day. Um, the, you know, what happened in Texas uh, a couple weeks ago now and around the world or around the world, around the country, um, Philadelphia this last weekend, um, I'm sure that you've seen the list of places where mass shootings have occurred. Um, I know we don't have all the answers. Uh, we are, the locals are not a super PAC or anything like that. Um, but there is a, um, I will speak, I will act, um, part of us and and i think that's an important part of the the team and ourselves so 
Um, just something that I know that a lot of people are doing. Um, some people kind of turn away or shake their head or say, it's oh, you waited for it to go mainstream, blah, blah, blah. We just want to make sure that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we have said our piece and the people know where we stand on certain issues. So, again, we're not going to solve it all. We're not all saying that there's one way to do it and this is what we're going to do and this is what we're going to say. I think end gun violence is pretty broad and we can agree to that. Um, so someone that I, uh, listen to, you know, hear a million people give talks on these things. And he just said, yes, we have a mental health crisis. We have a gun crisis and we have an anger crisis and you can do something about one of those three, even if you don't believe that all of them are, are the issue or, you know, need to be fixed. Um, if you do something for one of those three. So, um, we want to make sure that we ourselves are inclusive, um, that we are making sure that. Uh, no one feels left out or in the shadows and starts to tumble into a spiral that could lead to violence. Uh, we want to make sure that people know that we, as a group, do not believe in violence. So, you know, we are not ultras. We are not uh, here to fight. We, we talked about that with Mexico. Um, so what we want to do is, again, just say end gun violence. And what that means for each person is up to them. But we want to make sure that the locals have stated that. So. We'll be marching behind that banner. It will be hung then in front of the um, in front of the section. And afterwards, when we do our man of the match, we're going to drop it down and um, have it uh, front and center there as well. So we'll see if there's any other things that um, come out of that. If you would like to make a personal statement, uh, talk to the club today. Signs are allowed. I know that we don't see that a lot at Torero really for lo for loyal games. Um, not a lot of like right, not as many people holding people up. Ring signs. I love you too. Yeah, you got the you got the scousers, like you got some other people, but that was really well said, Jason. I just want to. Yeah. I, I know you wanted to talk yourself through and and go all the way around <laughs> sure. the track, and I wanted to let yeah. you run run your whole 400 meters there. So appreciate it. Um, because it, because it's something you've been very passionate about, and really wanted to make sure that that um you know, the act part really came through you very strongly this last few weeks, and and I feel you a lot. I mean, it's something that is an epidemic that has been going on far too long in our country, and takes moments like this where we all just say not enough it's not enough what we're doing is not enough and we need to do more so um that is i think the general sentiment here pride this month is a celebration uh there's a lot of things to celebrate and sometimes there's things you have to talk about that aren't aren't so celebratory uh and, and it's it's you know terrible it's our first thing back and we have to talk about something that's not a celebratory but it's a great way to involve uh the hearts of where we're at and minds of where we're at with uh, our hearts for soccer and, and this community that believes in something bigger than just uh, kicking a ball around for 90 minutes and screaming, which we love oh so much. And we are so excited to do this Saturday, <laughs> yeah. but we want to make sure that it's our priorities are clear here for sure from the kick. So uh, thank you, Jason, for helping lead that. And, and I look forward to that. Um, Tom, I heard there was some, some new, late news as well at this match. There is something else to maybe celebrate or look for. A certain Perito. I uh, think we're going to have a little friend at the game. Oh, I, I heard rumblings that a certain friend, friend of the statue group. or the statue is coming. Uh, <laughs> the statue. Who knows? From the statue. You'll just know. have to be there. There, there has been rumblings. I think there was a sighting at the store earlier this year where we saw a real live bum in the flesh. He, he was last seen in Mission Valley for those who didn't know in 1886 when he passed away. And so it makes sense that he would pop up at the store. Right. But 
sometimes he wanders. He ends up different places. We have yet to see him in Torero, but Bum does as Bum does. So maybe, just maybe, we'll see him this weekend. So that's a reason to have to be in the stands to, again, be there, wear orange, please, uh, if it's something you feel called to do. Um, you know, and, and we will be glad to stand there with you on that. Donate to the Pride Razor. As I said before, it's another thing to definitely do uh, before you go to the match here this Saturday. Listen to our friendly, uh, you know, companion podcasts as we put out there for with Andrew Dyer on Always Loyal, as well as the Pride Razor episode from last week. Uh, and then meet us at Coronado Brewing at 4 p.m. for the best Saturday that you've had in two months. So <laughs> bring, bring it, bring all of it, whatever you have whatever it is for you. Uh, and we are going to go wild uh, here on Saturday. Tom, any last I'm thoughts so before sorry. I take us out, bro? No, I'm just happy to get back to 109. Happy to see everybody again and uh, cheer on our team. I said we weren't going to go long, Jason, but here we are. You and me, we get it worked up. We get the, the <laughs> Philly going. We're passing yeah. pretzels back and forth. Yeah. And uh, yeah. having a great time. We got, we got Padres and here. Phillies uh, two weeks yeah. from this weekend. So. Uh-oh. You know, we'll have to see if we do something for that too. If we had a director of maybe. events, they could put something together. Who might who might be going to the game anyway? Uh, maybe <laughs> it's a convenient way to to kill some birds uh, with with just a singular stone here. And and we don't condone bird violence. It's just no bird same. violence. So, right. No bird violence. Freeing two birds well. with one. We're going to unlock. free two birds with one key. Yes. yes. I like that analogy. Let's take that. Let's just exactly. rework some analogies. I like that. So we'll be <laughs> doing that in the lounge. Join us in the next five minutes after the show to hang out for a little bit and just chat about nonsense. Maybe a bit about why, Corey, why? Uh, why, Corey, why? Um, and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in and making it this long on this edition of the Loyal Locals podcast. Uh, I'm Drew Steck. Thank you so much to Jason, our director of events, and to Tom, our director of operations, for joining me here. This has been a fun uh, evening, and, and we'll see you guys in a few minutes. Appreciate it. Any day, no forever, oh,